So, hello and welcome to a new episode in this podcast. Today, I want to talk about Overlord. I know, very novel topic. I've never talked about it before in this channel. Um, the reason I want to talk about it right now is because I saw a tweet on the Overlord subreddit. And if they have translated it correctly, I think it mentioned something along the lines of the author not wanting to continue the, uh, the series, right? So he's basically decided to just stop. If I recall correctly, it was because he has, like, another job. He has a job. This is just a side product for him, and it was too stressful to keep up the schedule, and he just decided not to do it. Uh, previously, he had pushed back the number of volumes of the light novel that he was going to publish from, my, like, eight more to, to five more to three more. I don't know. Like, he, he dialed it back, and now I think he just said, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, I'm not sure if it means, he, like, there will be a next volume, and then that's it. Or if it's just the end, he's drawing a line and saying, I'm not doing it anymore. <sighs> but it sucks, because, yeah, the story's not going to end, right? He's not going to bring the whole thing to a conclusion. Or if he does, he, it's going to be rushed, obviously. Um, <clears throat> and the reason, you know, I'm not doing this because I expect anyone to, like, actually direct this to this guy. I think his name is Mariama or something, his author's name. But, and I obviously understand it, you know, if you have ever written a, anything like a book or a story or something like that, you realize it takes up a lot of time. And to have a job and a family on the side, that's, you know, obviously, prioritize those things over a side hobby, if, if that's what you feel comfortable with. But, man, it is such a shame. I love Overlord. And I've just kind of thought about why. And then I realized, yeah, might as well make a podcast out of it. <sighs> so, there's free isekai... <sighs> proper, yeah, how do you call this, isekai storylines that I'm personally interested in, or was really interested in the plot, right? Characters, there's a lot of good, you know, comedy-based or action-based isekais out there, but the ones where the story, the plot, actually really interested me, I think number three. Um, the first one, and I think, for me, the most important one is Overlord. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, I just crushed something. Um, Overlord, right? Overlord was by far the most interesting story I've ever read in an isekai. The second one is, I think, um, the time I got reincarnated as a slime. That was really cool until, I think, just about, I don't know if it's bad translations or bad writing, but things are kind of a little, little dialed back in, in, in intention for me since the latest volume. I still like it, I still read it, but it's like everything always, every arc, always comes back to the same sort of, you know, happy-go-lucky village life. It's, I'm not going to call it formulaic, but it, I think it's, it has already peaked, right? So let's put it this way. Overlord, no. Overlord is just getting better every single volume, I think. And the last one is The Time, no, is Yo-Yo Senki. Again, I was really interested in the story, and I'm still interested to see how it ends. But it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's my third favorite, so it's not like, I like the other ones more than Yo-Yo Senki. I still like it, don't get me wrong, but... Overlord is the best. So, why is that? Overlord, I think, is such an interesting, like, fantasy concept, because it does something I've never seen anywhere else before. You're following the villains, and you're rooting for the villains in a story that doesn't have terrible characters as the good guys, right? So, there's some, you know, there's numerous, actually countless, isekais out there where you're following the demon lord or oh the demon lord is doing this and oh i reincarnate this demon and such like that not like not overlord overlord you're not following a good guy that's just called the demon lord no you're following proper like 
evil characters doing really bad things. And the more you read the story, the more you realize the depravity of what's going on in this world. But it's so, like, it makes, it still works. It still makes you want to root for the bad guys, basically, right? And you're really, it's amazing in how it's written. Because they keep introducing new characters. They keep introducing new good guys that you, you can't help but be invested in, right? They write them interestingly. They give them a lot of personality. And you know, always, in the back of your head, there is no way they can win. Overlord is fundamentally a tragedy, right? It's everything's going to shit in the world. You're, you're watching evil conquer everything, the world, and dominate every people and destroy every hope of ever escaping evil. But I don't know, it's so well written. I don't know, like, it's, it's, it's a real shame, right? <sighs> but basically, Overlord is a tragedy, not just for the good guys in the story that end up falling under the control of the bad guys or completely dead or whatever, or submit to the good guys, uh, to the bad guys. But it's also like, it's a tragedy for the bad guys. You're following the main character, Eint, who's just never going to achieve happiness. He cannot, like, he's, I'm not, I hope this is not a spoiler, but he's looking for his friends in sort of the back of his head. He's looking for the friends that, that he thought might be isekai together with him. But it's abundantly clear, even from before the story even starts, they're all gone, right? The story starts, basically, in a recap, we realize that the guild, the game that he's playing, Yggdrasil, and the guild that he's leading, Einzorgon, it's, it's slowly, like, it's losing popularity, and it, less and less of the members, they are, they're present there. And when the story begins, right, you realize, dude, this is a husk of a, of a, of a guild, right? And the only reason it's still alive is because this one dude, Momonga, um, he's been keeping it alive by himself because it's literally, we, we learn very little about the world he lives in, but it's a fucking dystopia. So it's his only way of escape. It's his only like joy in life to play this game. And he doesn't have any more friends in it. And it's so like, dude, it's so depressing. The, the backstories are depressing. And you think he gets isekai and he gets a fun life and stuff, but not really. The only thing that he wants now in the new world, besides finding his friends, his friends, which we know is never going to happen, is to see his subordinates happy, right? He treats them as his children, and you know, the only thing that makes them happy is to bring terrible, like, is to make him happy, basically, but as a result, bring very, very terrible, evil things into the world and, and basically subjugate everyone. And that's his reason. I love the dialogue in the show. There's so many good scenes where they're like, why are you doing this? You know, why are you bringing so many innocent people so much suffering? And he says, it's the only way to make the people under me happy. And he doesn't care about it. He, like, that's his literal only objective, is to see them happy. And his subordinate's objective is to make his their master happy. And it's like, no one means any real harm. Like, no one does this thing. Okay, except for some characters. No one does these things because they want to be evil. They all have their own reasons. But as a result, you're watching them conquer the world and subjugating so many people. And you can't help but feel like, you know... All of these are tragic characters. Sort of, it's, it, I don't know why, it feels amazing. You're writing a story about emptiness, basically, right? And trying to fill it. There's some very few characters in the show that find actual happiness and get a happy ending. But the main storyline is one of tragedy. And I've, I, <laughs> that's so interesting. I've never seen that anywhere before. And obviously, that's the kind of thing that ends, that you have to bring to a conclusion. Because if you just end it half-assedly, 
oh, that's just gonna be such a shame. Like, I, I'm not gonna say, you know, oh, you should have done that, or you should complete the, the show, or give it a proper ending, but it's a shame. That's all I'm trying to say here. If you're interested in Overlord, I know it's a terrible thing to say this right now, because I might not actually get uh, a proper ending, but I really recommend you check it out. I think it's one of the best uh, best isekais I've ever seen. And I think it's one of the best isekais, it's gonna stay the best for a very long time. Unless someone picks up the mantlet of, of Overlord and does something like that with characters as interesting and well-written as Overlord. <sighs> I don't know if, if that's ever gonna happen, though. Okay, um... Thank you very much for listening. I'm sorry for the, the delay in, the, in posting. I mean, honestly, I've just written a major exam yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. And then I have another one in four days. And f <sighs> it's stressful right now. So I thought I'd just pop out a podcast episode. Thank you very much for listening. And see you next. I'm no, just kidding. Ciao, ciao.